Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our first uh, Let's Chat session. Um, I see we're still waiting for a few individuals to join us. So we're just going to give them a few minutes. So if you see Nirasha and I are hanging out on your screen, we're just waiting for a few individuals to join, and then we'll kick off the session with uh, Nirasha Ramlagan, and she'll get to introduce herself in a little bit as well. I'm looking forward to this. So Nirasha, I see we've got our individuals that have joined us. Uh, to respect those of us that have joined us on time, let's kick off the session. Thank you so much for joining me, Nirasha, on this first Let's Chat uh, session. And I know we spoke earlier about getting people to go with the flow and just adapting to changes. But before we kick off the session, um, please let's tell everyone more about you and your background so they know exactly the conversation we're going to be having and why it's so important to have you online with us this afternoon. Sure, thank you so much for having me. Hello, lovely people. Uh, I'm Nirasha and I'm South African, but now I live in the UK. And it's been 19 years that I left South Africa. Um, Firstly, I'm a mom to two gorgeous children, Ashbir and Sahana. They're young adults now. And I'm a wife to my gorgeous husband, Anesh, who's such, such a support in my life. And um, we are both directors of two businesses. And the first one, which is my baby, which is Just Simply Change, which is all about mindset transformation. And the other business that Anesh and I share is our roundabout property investing business. And uh, both keep us very busy. I was, my business actually was born about 14 years ago. And I was in a really, really bad space. I'm talking about I was stressed, I was anxious, I was depressed. And that is the day when I started investing in myself. And now I help clients invest in their self with their mindset. And uh, my business revolves around helping people get rid of sad. And when I say sad, it's all about stress, anxiety, and depression. And they then become, they get the fire back in their, in their, in their genes, in their guts, and they go rearing again. I think I lost your voice this <clears throat> I just switched myself on mute. I didn't want to have any interruptions. So thanks so much for giving us that background, Nirasha. And I've uh, known Nirasha, for those of you that aren't aware, for almost all my life. <laughs> we yeah. grew up in the same uh, Indian township in Chatsworth. And, uh, yo, we've known each other for many, many moons, Nirasha. So it's been a long journey. And uh, we've always been supportive in terms of just understanding each other's strengths but also trying to leverage off each other's knowledge and that's one of the reasons I wanted to get Nirasha online to share with you some of her tips and Nirasha you know we've been working with entrepreneurs now for the better part of uh, 15 or 16 years and we know that entrepreneurs are extremely resilient and even those of you that have joined us, and if you're part of a corporate, um, you know, individuals are naturally resilient. 
But when we go through what we're currently going through from a crisis situation and with everything that's happening around COVID-19, it's so easy to start losing hope and faith in everything, you know, being okay again. So please tell me a little bit more about how you have been engaging with some of your clients, especially entrepreneurs in dealing with these difficult and challenging times. I really want the individuals that have joined us to, to understand a bit more on how you use certain uh, techniques to help entrepreneurs through these times. Right, firstly, I'd like to say, yes, we are cousins and we are family, and I'm so super proud of your journey too. And I'm glad that we're sharing this journey together now. Um, I think it all starts with me. Um, I'm in isolation with my family. It's going on now. This is the fifth week. And when we heard about COVID-19, we thought that, you know, um, it, it will pass. Things that would, things would pass. But I, when we got ill and my son actually brought the severe flu home and we all were sick. And that was my time to actually start to think about me because I was in no position to carry on with my business and I was very ill so the time that I spent in bed I had to first prepare myself before I prepare my clients because I knew what I was feeling and I knew exactly how my clients would have been feeling and I work with a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs so I'll tell you exactly how I changed me first because from there, I started to sh you know, uh, share my content and share what I was doing, and it made a big difference. So I was scared. Like everybody else, we were shocked, we were scared, we were, we were paranoid, and we were addicted to social media, and we were addicted to the news. Now, Anesh loves the news, but the news was scaring the living hell out of me. So I had to stop this inner dialogue that I had going. And this inner dialogue, I think we all went through it. And I think we constantly have this inner dialogue in us that stops us from actually living what we want to do. And um, we first need to acknowledge our fears. And we need to acknowledge it because many of us, we take our fears, our fears of losing our businesses, our fears of not making enough money during this time, our fears that we have to shut our shut down and put up the closed sign on our shop windows. So those fears actually comes from uncertainties and it's a natural response uh, when something like this happens. So I had to change that inner dialogue, you know, that, oh, I can't do it. I'm rubbish. Um, I need, uh, this would never work out. I'm losing clients and all of those things. And uh, I actually help my clients to get rid of those weeds in their mind's gardens that actually start to take over. And if we don't control those weeds, like any ordinary garden, it can take over, it can spoil the beauty of our gardens. And the same thing with uh, entrepreneurs, with businesses, they start to go down this downward spiral. And so how do you prevent yourself from going through this downward spiral? Because, you know, I read so many motivational books. I, I have a bookshelf filled with nonfiction and beautiful authors. And uh, 
you know, you can consume all of this and you can hear people telling you, you know, stay positive, uh, look to the future. Yeah. But how do you actually deal with the uncertainty of times like this? I mean, give me um, a practical example of how you've helped someone get through something difficult. And it doesn't have to just be uh, this crisis, but practical tools that individuals can use. What are some of those techniques? Okay, that's that's uh, that would be brilliant. Now I'm going to do a technique with you guys, and uh, you all are sitting in your own homes, uh, in lockdown, with all these emotions and feelings going through you. And I know you sitting here today, you're giving up time to get something out of it, and that's exactly what I want to do. So one of the golden rules of the mind is your mind wants you to stay with something that is familiar and it wants to uh, avoid what is unfamiliar. So what this means is that if you have this negative self-talk and you constantly batter ourselves, and we know that human beings, we are wired to self-harm. You know, we, we are wired to actually move away from pain to a little bit of pleasure. So during the stressful times, I think, the first thing you need to do is you need to be true to yourself. You need to acknowledge how you're feeling. And many people, they find it really hard doing that. That's the first step. You have to acknowledge how you're feeling. And then you have to be mindful. You know, start to dig very deep within yourself. And one way of doing that, you know, I've, I've written it in my book uh, that I've just recently published. Um, we talk about surfing the internet. Now I know, you know, people, they read, some people can be junkies, book junkies, knowledge junkies. They can get all of the, 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 the knowledge, but they don't know how to put it into practice. So, so you need to start surfing your internet because inside your internet is your blueprint, your blueprint to change whatever you need to change. Most of the time, these belief systems that we develop as adults, it actually starts when we were children, between the ages of zero and eight. You know, you must have heard your parents telling you, oh, you didn't do that right, or you should have done it this way, or you have to work really hard to make money. So these are limiting beliefs that continuously have been saved deep within us, and it's been as the years go by, it starts to gnaw at us. It starts to break us down a little. And if we don't deal with these limiting beliefs, no matter what the plan is, no matter what the business is, no matter how brilliant your business model is, you'd find that you will just not get to the next rung of that ladder. So one way of doing it is, uh, I use a lot of hypnosis. I'm a rapid transformational therapist. Now, the word rapid tells you it's, you know, it's quick change. And um, I want you all, I want to I show you all how powerful your mind is. So do you want to do, you want to do this one test? Because I want to show you how powerful your mind is. Are you ready, Jayshree? I'm definitely ready. Let's have a show of hands from some of our attendees. Are you guys ready? See it. Oh, lots of hands up, Nirasha. So you're welcome. Let's let's go. All right. So I see somebody, uh, I see Kubeshni said, well, explain what wide for self-harm is. You know, wide for self-harm means that 
when we are going through pain, we want to explain, you know, we want, we want to, to we, we feel that pain by when you're, you know, you find lots of people at school, teenagers, when they are going through some emotional trauma within themselves, they start to inflict self-pain. And we do the same. We do the self-harming through the type of words we use in ourselves. And that's when I mean self-harm. Right, now I want to show you how powerful your mind is. So I want you all to just sit back, whether you're sitting on your chair, lying in your bed, wherever. I can't say lying on the beach, because if you're there, <laughs> you shouldn't. Right, I want you to just put your hands together like this, interlock it, and I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to use the power of your visualization. I want you to visualize, I've got a big tube of super glue and I'm putting super glue, I'm squeezing the super glue in between your fingers, in between your hands and you're pressing it together that your elbows are actually shaking. That's how hard you're pressing it together. You are pressing it more and more together. And I want you now, I'm just putting that super glue, your hand is stuck together. And the more you try to pull them apart, the tighter it gets. And I want you to open your eyes and I want you to pull your hands apart. How <laughs> did that feel? Kind of weird. <laughs> kind of weird, isn't it? Did you it feel that, that, that resistance yeah. when we are pulling our hands apart? Definitely. Now, now you find that that happens because what we tell our minds to do, our minds will do it. So I just told your mind that you have super glue between it and it started to actually feel stuck. Now the same thing, if we tell ourselves that we are rubbish, that our business will not make any money, that I cannot find, um, I, I, I need to work really, really hard to live this life of abundance. I need to compare myself to the next person. You would find that that's what your mind will do. It will start to play that. And therefore, rule number one, only say positive things to yourself. And that's one of the biggest, biggest things. And remember, that your skill set is one thing, but your mindset is everything. And you have to take control of that mind. Thank you so much, Nirasha. I mean, that's absolutely wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. Um, a mini hypnosis treatment. I was worried that you can ask all of us to run around doing something absolutely ridiculous. And the rest of the household know what I can do, do that. No, no, not today. But thanks, thanks for the offer. So I would like to get to the chat uh, function. If any of you would like to address any questions directly to Nirasha, you're welcome to use the Q and A function, or the chat works really well. Just make sure you address it to all panelists so everyone can see your questions. Um, so you've answered the question around why it for self-harm Nirasha. So for me, I mean, I am in a home with two adult children, okay, like you are. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, it's not the easiest of times because, um, you know, you and I, I think we both married very young. So we were out of our parents' home. So we've never had experience with adult children. It's the first time, you know, a lot of us are experiencing how to cope with adult children. How do you keep 
them positive during times like this because their whole life is around social interaction. And I know we, we always thought, well, kids are consumed with social media and their phones and their devices. But what I'm finding in my home is that they need that physical interaction and not just with us. They need to be around their friends and uh, people that they've met or people that they're working with. How do you get them to change the way they think and their mindsets, Nirasha? Uh, the beautiful part of being a human being is that we are social beings. We love to belong. You know, we go way back to tribal times where we, where we, people used to go hunting together. The women used to go picking up fruit and, and, and looking for, you know, uh, things together. So we need to have other people around us. We need to have this connection. And yes, my children, they love their social media. They love to have that interaction with their friends. And we, in my home, we talk a lot. My kids will say, oh, mommy, put, take away that therapy hat, therapist hat and put on a mommy hat. And um, I have to be honest that I'm growing to young adults. And I'm not yet ready to see because they are just leaving being teenagers and they're going on to young adults. So we speak about our fears. We talk about what's troubling us. And um, we have time where we do things together as a family, especially during isolation. And this is our fifth week. But we also have time to just be ourselves. Uh, there are some evenings where we're playing games with each other. I'm teaching my kids funny, which they've never... They don't even know it's a South African, you, you guys know it's a South African game. But uh, there are some nights, like last night, Sahara said, Mommy, can we just have our own time? And yes, I think it's important because they, she'll be sitting and chatting to her friends and they are on their so video hangouts and, and, and that's, that's fine. And I think we need to give our kids space during this time, no matter how young or how old they are and uh, because they need their own time to process how they're feeling. So I see we've uh, Raksha's on the line as well, who, you know, we work a lot in terms of uh, mindfulness and a uh, different type of facilitation technique. So thanks for joining us, all of you guys that have joined us. And uh, Raksha, I'm sure a lot of what Nirasha is saying will, will resonate with you as well. Nirasha, how important is it to embed some of this thinking into the corporate world and into even some of our development programs? Why, how important is it and, and why do you think that way? I think before we can become successful businessmen and entrepreneurs or businesswomen, I think we are foreign, you know, we are first human beings we first mums or we first dads or we daughters and so we've got all of those basic hats that we wear and i think for us to make sure that we grow our businesses successfully we need to be authentic authenticity is so important for you to show your vulnerability to show for you to show that you are human and you are not the superhero yes we all are superheroes in our own businesses but we are not, you know, we need to acknowledge that it's okay to be imperfect at times. Mm -hmm. And um, because if we can, if we know that we are all on a growing platform where we can make mistakes, where we can grow, 
it's such a beautiful feeling because nobody would judge us. But surprisingly, it's not the outside people that judge us, it's us. We are the hardest, most self-critical, self-judgmental to, to our own selves. And this is something that actually breaks us as, as business uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. Definitely. So I see we have a question from Raksha. She says, um, Nirasha, please do share some of the advice that you are sharing with SMEs at the moment. Any tools and tips around coping with uncertainty? And also, we seem to be dealing with so many sensitivities at the moment. Should we even be selling? Which is a very important question, hey? Um, uh, on the first day, when I put up a post about after I got better and I was wanting to get back into my business, I'm fortunate that I do most of my business through Zoom video. I do most of my therapy uh, through that. And um, I think the first thing, like I mentioned before, you need to hit the stop button on your negative looping thoughts. Uh, the second thing is you need to acknowledge your fears. I think that's imperative. And we also need to not slip into victim mode. Because when we start to slip into victim mode, we start to feel sorry for ourselves. You know, if I have to ask you all, you know, when COVID-19 began and it started affecting and it started coming to your country, uh, to your space, how many of us went into victim mode? We started to feel sorry for ourselves. We started to say, you know what, um, uh, how am I going to close my shop? Uh, after 22 years, I had a client that I had to speak to uh, the day after we went into lockdown and she had to put up the close sign after 22 years and I could feel her pain. She, we both, she was emotional and you have to deal with those emotions. These emotions are real. And if we can deal with those emotions, you actually clear your mind. We all have the two most important things. And that is a brilliant mind. And the other thing we have now is time. We always complain, oh, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time to build our social media. We don't have enough time to, to uh, pick up the phone and chat to that pros you know, prospective client. Now you have the time. Also, I had to help quite a few of my business, uh, my, S, uh, my small business uh, clients, on how to change and tweak their businesses now from face-to-face -to, -face to other modes of selling. And do you know what? This is the time that we can't feel guilty, we can't feel bad. We need, if we all throw in the towel and say, oh, I'm feeling really bad in, in promoting my business, then we all are going to be going through this. We, we wouldn't have, when, when COVID-19 finishes and comes to an end, and I hope it happens soon, then we all have to start again from scratch. And imagine having a whole platform starting right at the bottom. If you can build your business now, it's going to help the bigger picture, the bigger picture where we all need to heal. So we need to help each other promote our businesses. You know, allow other people to share their, their their social media platforms. You know, let you can be the key in helping promote the other person and they can do the same. And you need to look at your service. You need to look at your marketing strategies and you know best about innovation and creativity. 
And you can actually see, you know, how can I make my business and my services now virtual? How can I put it out there on that platform? Do I need to relearn a skill? Do I need to start to look at things, start to pinpoint things that you know that was holding you back in your business? Use this time to invest in that. Go and learn lots of, there's lots of online things that you can go and catch up with. And I think that's one of the best things to use now for your time, with your time. So Nirasha, I know we're coming close to the end of our session, but I would like to just get through some of the other comments. So um, one of our program managers online as well, Rapa Lang, who's talking about how do you mute negative voices that are external? Um, you know, every time you open something, there's doom and gloom. And, um, and then the next one, so if you just touch on a few and then you can answer them, Nirasha. Um, we also have one from Charmaine that says, um, barring positive talk, which other technique do you find most effective? And then we'll address the last two from Amar Jasset and Gift Lubella after you've answered those two. Okay, let me, let me first do the one about, um, uh, where was that? Doom and Bloom. Doom and gloom. Oh my God, you switch on the TV and it's doom and gloom. Guys, take a break from social media. Take a break from COVID social media because all the figures, all the facts, we have no control over it. The only control we have is what we think and what we feel. And I think have these social media COVID-19 fasts and breaks, and that would help you with the doom and gloom. And also, You've heard so many people say, do meditation. Do you know what? I wouldn't be sitting where I am today if I don't practice meditation. I do a lot of self-hypnosis. I do a lot of uh, positive affirmations. And I have my own rituals that I go through every morning. And that is what sets me up for the rest of the day. I've got this really good technique. It's called thought trafficking. So if you have this... if I went to the Brahma Kumari uh, Manor in Oxford here. And what they do is every hour, they have this music playing where everybody needs to stop whatever they're doing and take cognizance of their thoughts. Wow. And if it's a negative thought, you have to switch it to a positive one. So I actually look at the thoughts that we have. So I constantly do that for myself. And I teach that to my clients. And a good way to start this off is, do you know that we have between 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day? It's crazy. If you're stuck on one negative looping thought, your day is spoiled. You become so unproductive. So that's a really good way to, to stop that doom and gloom. And please, guys, meditation. The power of it is amazing. The creativity that stems from there. And all the answers are within you. You just need to still the mind to tap into it. Okay. So Nirasha, the last couple we have from Ahmed, um, he says, how do I motivate my juniors? Currently, I'm allowing them to complete certification, but they feel they are doing too many courses. And I've seen this as well. When we try and cram too many things in the space because we feel now we have time, but now we feel like we're doing too much as well. And then Gibbs says, on a Monday, there seems to be global motivation of spirit on social media, but then it dies as the week progresses. 
and he really needs to keep a positive mindset. So how does he go around with this consistent positive spirit? Sorry, Gift, I've just paraphrased some of what you've said. Uh, and um, uh, let, let me quickly touch on the um, the, the courses. Uh, one of, what I would suggest is that you need to prioritize and you need to see what's best for your business. You know, the best thing now to help your juniors or help anybody, help your staff, is to get them to change their mindset towards it. But not just during this time, anytime. If you can build your, your staff up to be this, if you build your environment and your staff up to be in a positive space and you give them those tools, they are going to work so hard for you. They are your frontliners. And I love what Richard Branson says. He says that uh, if you invest in your staff and you think your staff is the most important people, they are your frontliners for your business. They will do anything to build your business and spread your ethos and your values. And I think you need to stop. You need, because the more courses you do doesn't mean you're learning. The more courses you do means you are just filling and taking up your mind space and you have no space to process. So you need to process. I've got this habit where I love listening to books and I love reading, but I wouldn't read another book. I won't go on to the next book if I don't take at least two or three actions from the book that I read. Wow. It's the same thing you do with your courses. I'm going to steal that, okay? I'm yes. Everyone steals it because it's no use reading all of these books if you're not actually applying some of the tools. I mean, I'm busy with the 5 a.m. club now, but almost every page has amazing tools. So I just want to almost rewrite the book, right? Because take away all the tools. But I've realized if you can just pull out a couple of things from there, it will put you into good stead. So thank you, Nirasha. I'm sure some of them. And Git's question, how do we keep uh, consistent with the positive spirits as the week progresses? Um, if you think of every day, I, yesterday I asked my, my I asked Dinesh, what day of the week is it? Imagine if we had to keep that kind of day, that kind of mindset in a normal working week. Uh, it's it's so natural by Wednesday. I call it the hump weird, the hump day, because it's the mid of the week. And the same thing happens with the way your emotions are, the way you're feeling physically. And uh, I always say that if you st if you end every day taking away all the baggage, dumping the baggage, and going to bed with a clean, clear mind, you wake up feeling so energetic. I imagine if you can get rid of all those, whatever baggage you have that's weighing you down, that's stopping you from sleeping, that's making you wake up in the morning tired and feeling drained. I imagine if you can get rid of that and you look at every day as a new day instead of a new week. Because if you look at every day as a new day, you prepare for it for that day. But if you look at the week, the week seems quite long. Seven days? It seems yeah. long. So you break it up into smaller portions so you keep that energy going. And don't forget, make sure, this is something I teach my, my uh, entrepreneurs and small businesses, visibility fear. If you are scared of making yourself visible, stop. That's not how you integrate your business. I suffered with that about two or three years ago. And you know what? I bought myself this cup 
<laughs> and I said, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I don't want to be everybody's cup of tea because I want to be a unique cup. I want to, I want to market myself to that unique, that, that unique people that need my skills. So that's how I got rid of my, um, of my visibility fear. And I started my podcast about a year ago. And I said, oh my God, if you listen to the podcast, it's called The Smiling Guru. The first one, you'll hear the flaws. You'll listen to it and you'll think, oh my God. But you know what? I didn't stop. I went on to my second and my third. By the third one, I got so much more confident. So guys, if you want to sell your product, you want to sell your service, you need to get rid of that visibility fear. And there's ways of doing it. There's ways of getting rid of all of those limiting beliefs and invest in your mindset because your mindset is the driving force to you as a human being, to you as a person, but most important for you to direct your business to the where, to where you want it to go. Thanks, Rasha. I, I can tell I'm going to have to get you back online. But before we finish, I want us to just address all of the questions that have come through. So we have Shushi, who is my sister, you know, from the USA. And, uh, you know, such trying times as well. So she says, I'm in USA. How do you cope when your leaders give you conflicting news? How do you, how do you cope, Nirasha? See, your leaders can give you all the information, but the way you process the information, you have control over it. Mm. So you need to filter I think sometimes leaders don't filter their fears and they bring across their fears over to their staff. And uh, I think that's where leaders need to actually, if you're a leader, you need to learn how to filter. And so you have the power. You have the power on what you absorb and you have the power on what you would imbibe. So you need to, if it's negative, visualize you're sitting in a nice beach ball on the beach and whatever negativity is coming to you, it's bouncing back and going back straight back to them. Because sometimes for us to function, we can't absorb other people's negativity. We can listen to it, but we do not need to be entangled in that, in their spaghetti mess that's in their mind. So you've got the power, you have to filter. And Nirasha, I think that goes for leaders at work as well, right? It's not just country leaders, but we can take the same lessons to individuals who are leading us at work as well. So there's two last questions on the Q&A, uh, Nirasha. One's from Gugu. We spoke about adult children, and she's talking about having to cope with young kids and staying uh, positive, but feeling anxious about work. So how do you have a positive mindset and motivate kids and herself and she's feeling exhausted i can imagine i can imagine uh because everybody is off routine and you know you're going to bed whenever you want to because you know that the day doesn't start at 8 p.m the next morning 8 a.m the next morning so you you tend to have this very disorganized day it's okay on some days but you still have to keep some form of routine. Your kids need direction. Your kids need routine. And I know because they're not at school, you have to be the teacher. You have to be the mom. You have to be so many different uh, roles. So I would suggest don't give your children the time that they need because 
you wouldn't have this time again with them. So give them the time first, worry about them. And I think leaders of and, and, and bosses and things like that, they need to understand because you are working, you're doing your best, you've got your kids occupied and you're doing your best to make sure that you get your work completed. So you cannot have the same work day as you would if you were gone to the office. You, you, you've got your kids right there. So maybe it would be better for you to work when they are in bed or, or you need to you need to to change your your times table your timetables around so that you have time for yourself to and if you've got a partner and if you've got other adults in the house use them in fact <laughs> use them to do some babysitting use them to do some work you know and and make sure that you find your time for self care during this time because if you don't sleep and when you go to bed like i said Pull out all those weeds that are that are your thoughts that are looping in there, because if you still have them floating around, you're not going to have a good night's sleep. It's going to be very, very traumatic, very, very disruptive, and that's going to take a lot of your mind space, and you wake up feeling very tired. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ninosha. A good I'm night's sleep. You can see Nikesh's question. Can you see it? Uh, it says acknowledging that this new reality has also taught me to unlearn very quickly however is being in stable mode normal especially not doing anything i'm sure that's difficult for you nikesh um do you know nikesh this is the time where because we wake up in the morning and because our business had to be put on to hold for now you wake up feeling i don't have any purpose and that's like the, one of the biggest feelings uh, for any person. Uh, having no purpose, you do have a purpose. You have a purpose now to actually use this time gifted to you to build your business up. You have this time gifted to you so that you can build your mindset up and the way you deal with things. And I think what this, this whole situation that we are in now teaches us that we need to be patient with ourselves. We need to we need to reflect and we need to we need to um, use this time to educate ourselves, and um, we need to use this time to actually surf within, surf within the, your 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 own inner net, and that is where all the answers are, and that is where you would find the best and the most fulfilling peace. Thank you so much, Nirasha. So for those of our attendees that are still online with us, thank you so much for joining us. We've had over 25 individuals join us during the course of today's session, Nirasha. So I'm sure they all took away a little piece of you. How can they get a hold of you? Where can people reach you if they need to? Uh, you can reach me on my social media. I'm uh, Nirasha Ramlugan and I'm uh, the you'd find just simply change uh, there's a lot of free tools on there you can email me on just simply change at yahoo.com and there's quite a few there's there's so many different ways that i'm on twitter instagram and uh, feel free to email me your questions if you need a quick chat 
I actually, um, I'm at the mo moment giving free therapy sessions to NHS uh, health workers. And I'm listening to people from at the front line. And it's real. The fears are real. The people, the way they are dealing with everything, it's real. And um, I think we just need to uh, be grateful and use this time to show your gratitude. Yeah, you can you can catch me on various mediums, and it's all on my social. I'll media share platforms. as well, Nirosh. I'll share your yeah, contact details any, with everyone that attended. And if anybody wants to bounce any ideas off or whatever, I do offer a free fifteen-minute uh, chat, uh, just to um, talk about business mindset hurdles. And I just do a very quick audit, and um, yeah, and I and I work with them from there. Thank you, Nirosha. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining it's us on our first episode of Let's Chat. And uh, thanks to our guest, Nirosha Ramlugan, who was so graceful with all of her knowledge and sharing this with us so freely. Please do reach out to her. She is Googleable at Nirasha Ramlugan, and I'll share her details as well with all of you. Have a lovely evening, and I hope to see you on the next episode of Let's Chat, which will be next Monday. See you guys soon. Thank you. Take Thanks, care. Nirasha. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for your questions. Bye.